is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, nerve tag, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public. Um, more families, uh, many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I to say, as I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
this or I can use Skype and OBS. Um, and like I said, people, uh, I, I kicked off the stream. Um, the Skype and if, if OBS and Zoom, I'm presuming again, it, can't use uh, Zoom. I can uh, do OBS and Skype, or okay. I can do Restream. Uh, let's let's try uh, Skype and um, Skype with OBS. Yeah. All right, but if Charles is coming, I don't know if I can have two Skype things. Um, I can't, I can you can three people on the Restream. You can have three people on Restream, so I'll... yeah, all I have to do is send a link to you, send a link to him. Okay, uh, we'll we'll do that then. All right, all um, right. Click that link in your Skype and see if it works. All right, I'll do that. Folks, uh, a bit of uh, pre-production um, <laughs> back and forth. Uh, here's what it is. I'm trying to join Ryan's stream. Um, hopefully, not going to require too much um, from my end. But how are you, sir? Can you hear me? My guess is not. Hang on. Game capture. Okay. Oh, there you are. Yes. Nice. See, see you, dude. How are you? All right. Can we send that, just send that link to Charles? Yeah, I've um, posted it in there. Um, see if uh, I, I got him set up with a mic and... Um, Let me see. I can tweet to him, too. I always forget I have a Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can DM people. <laughs> <laughs> See, I couldn't forever. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange new world we live in, bro. Do it old Elon. Yeah, know. yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know how long it will last, but it's... As we join Kevin and I. Yeah, hopefully you two could talk about the sciencey stuff. Uh, yeah, I think is uh, we've been speaking about this for a long time now, and you know, it's, I mean, I saw uh, it in your Dexas thing, right? And the it's a bizarre world that we've 
stepped into where suddenly, you know, I I didn't think we'd ever sort of get bio warfare onto the onto the table, and then literally within the space of two weeks, with RFK, bio warfare gets dragged into the conversation, and then Finally. in the last week, few days. He's had the, well, I don't know, misfortune. I don't think it was misfortune. He knows, he knows what he's doing in that respect, and he knew what he was. I don't doing. think them smearing him is going to work. No, it doesn't. They're like, are you saying Ashkenazis are not a race? Because that's the other thing that happened. Is what do you mean races exist? You know, because we're yeah. that far. <laughs> Yeah, and you know it's funny watching. Well, the the orthodox scientists um, spiral because you know they they're more than quick to pull scientific studies out, which they oh this particular group you know. Black people for diabetes is a big one. That, that's something I want to bring up. The, you can't admit racial statistics about diseases. In some cases, it goes against the woke narrative of, but we're all the same other than pigment. Some cases you can, and it, it's medicine where that fallacy begins to break down, right? The, um, the pharmacology is different. Um, and... That that just comes out in 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 the data, and so um, the hmm. where did you go on? If um, do you think Charles will come later? Or want me to make them watch a waiting song or something? Um, <laughs> it's just uh, like I say, I'm streaming my end, but my end's casual. You up? All right on. We're not live until I click the button. You had enough? You see Netanyahu hit a table? <laughs> no, I didn't. I heard it. I heard it. with chest pains. For the second time. Apparently he fainted and he hit his head on a table. Actually, and all I, all I could think of is, oh, I hope it was metal. <laughs> I'm going to tell that joke when we go on live, too. Um, the... if not metal I hope it was made of wood from olive trees it, real real hardwood you know he's a big advocate for vaccinating people um, the, he was the Jewish um, links with vaccinology run deep and you know why, though? Israel used the vaccine as a travel passport because they would not make it available to Palestinians. So they like, oh, you can't open your shop and you can't travel, but us Jews can. Well, that came back to bite them in the ass. <laughs> well, um, ended consequences. Seeing Charles has seen the link, so... I don't know. It's been, uh, 
All right, ready? Three, two, one. Bam, and we're back this time uh, with a repeat guest, Dr. Kevin W. McCarn, PhD, living in Japan. I'm hailing out of Korea. We're on kick. We're on cozy today since uh, Ethan Ralph decided to burn that bridge. I decided to return. And we're on Rumble and, of course, Odyssey. We are not on YouTube because they don't believe in free speech. And I brought the doctor on, and Charles may or may not join us as well. We'll see. Uh, he has the link. But I'm bringing the doctor on because RFK Jr. got in trouble for telling the truth again. They spun it quite a bit. He was at a dinner. I don't think he knew he was being recorded. And essentially, he was talking about COVID-19. And he was also talking about... Um, biological weapons programs, racially specific or race-targeted weapons, which is a real thing. And he said, well, we don't know, but uh, what we do know, we don't know if it was one of these kind of weapons, but if it came from a lab and it had been messed with, something we did notice is that COVID-19 does affect different races differently. That's a fact. And the groups that it affects the least are the Chinese and Ashkenazi Jews and Finns, I believe. I don't know if he said fins at dinner, but that's he should have. And the ones that affects the most are uh, whites and blacks. And I remember that being in a slide from one of Kevin's lectures I saw in in uh, Houston, Texas. And I go, oh, I've heard this before. I've read this before. I also uh, went back and looked it up. There's a next generation bioweapons genetic engineering and BW by it's the U.S. Air Force Counter Proliferation Center and Future Warfare Series, number 14. I remember talking about the same kind of thing with Dr. Francis Boyle. Well, here's Charles. All right. I was just talking until uh, till he arrived because <laughs> I'm going to let these two science it out. But, uh, yeah, Kevin, welcome to the show. Charles, good to see you again. It's been a while. Met him in Texas, too. Um, I'm going to hand it over to these guys to talk about what RFK said. RFK Jr. and how accurate was it and why is there anything wrong with what he said? I mean, why can't we just admit that there are programs to try to target races with biological weapons? COVID does seem to uh, attack certain races other than others, even though that, that doesn't have to be on purpose. That's just the nature of disease. But he, man, they're all yelling anti-Semite and all the rest of it. They weren't bothered by the Chinese and the Fen part, but they were very bothered by the Ashkenazi Jew part. <laughs> like, it's made in a lab in China, and it doesn't affect the Chinese as much as everyone else. The other two could be coincidences, but that's what they decided to latch on to. So, first yeah. of all, are there? Is it true? I mean, first, I guess for the really woke people, do does race exist? <laughs> uh, yes, it does absolutely. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should get a sound check off Charles. Um, Let's hear. Yeah, Charles count say Epstein didn't kill himself or something. Oh, yeah. That's my count to ten. Uh, testing. Oh, it's just low volume. Let's see. I got you on max. It's low volume. Are you using? No, you're the... not on my. I got you fifty percent higher now. Let's say again. Uh, does that sound better now? Are you using bit. your it's new mic, low, dude? Yeah. You are? I hope so. I can lower the um, gain on the board. 
Turn on the gain in the board. There we go. Is that better? Oh, yeah. Somewhat better. Good enough. There's a lot of dials here, so. Oh, now it's oh, okay. There we go. Um, so you want to ask me tech questions? I have. I'm uh, like, I yelled at it. I turned it off and on. Now what? Right. <laughs> have you tried turning it on and off again? Yes. That's, yes. That's about as far as I go to. Find an Asian guy with thick glasses. I mean, Indian. Um, <laughs> so before we get going, uh, for the for my Rumble audience, here's a quick uh, Rainbow Frog because Netanyahu apparently passed out for the second time. He fainted and he hit a table with his head, and all I could think of was, I hope it was metal. <laughs> but anyway, that is pretty serious, though. You have for real. You have a a foreign leader, foreign head of state who's fainting. And the first thing that comes to mind is it probably could have just been heat stroke or something. But, you know, a lot of people thought, I wonder how many boosters he got because he might have had a coincidence. That he, is something. He, he actually has a, a trophy needle, I've heard, which keeps in his office. Because Really? Of, yes, yes. Uh, of what is a trophy needle? The one that he got jabbed with and he's that proud of it yeah yeah and you know again you know i I think it's more likely if you're fat and you wear a coat and tie everywhere and it's hot that you get dehydrated but it could be what it could be all kinds of things maybe maybe when you're that evil they just get rid of you well, no, no, because Kissinger's still alive. So that yeah, and I say uh, that, well, that hypothesis. Full nothing is one hundred percent. Nothing is one hundred percent. True. So, yeah, except redheads being crazy. All right. So, to uh, yeah, be serious, <laughs> that that's an objective fact. No? <laughs> uh, Kevin, Kevin, I don't think I can answer that one right now. Um, dude, I'm sure you're using the mic off your headset. I swear to God. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what that means right now. Um, be using I can that, hear him fine. Well, it's, we went to great efforts to get him. Uh, well, uh, you guys, you, you, I was over, you over-teched him. Something different, so hold on. Let me make sure it's not being dumb. Lit right close uh, to you. But to, to, to answer your first question, while anyway. Charles is fiddling around, um, is biological race a reality yes it is yes um you know the whoa, uh, Kevin, okay. whoa 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 cross the line there cross the rubicon yeah <laughs> they're saying audio is good so okay looks okay. like you fixed it okay. yeah race is real that does not mean you can start ascribing stuff to ridiculous stuff like the language you speak the political positions you hold stuff like that which is all software to race the, whatever language you speak is whatever you're taught and political opinions and things like that is depends on conversations you've had, what things you've read is not in your genes. Uh, that you can have a language is in your genes and that you can see and stuff is. But what people do is they take the fact that race exists and they start adding all kinds of stuff that doesn't belong. But when it comes to your physiology, like how you can respond to diseases and things, that's a very real reality. 
Um, like the, men can't get uh, cervical cancer because well, they don't have a cervix. If, um, if they've got the new bonus <laughs> hole upgrade, apparently they can. Uh, I do like bonus hole upgrades. <laughs> I agree with Jake Shields, though. He's like, shouldn't the other hole be the bonus hole? Um, I don't know. It, I guess it just, just slid depends quickly. on the time and the place, right? Um, <laughs> I one of those... One of those curiosities of the modern age now that uh, bringing it back, there are people that are very skittish to admit that there are uh, physical differences between races that are different. And I mean, we're mostly the same, but it's different enough to on a level for how diseases work. You need to know and how medications work. You need to know as well as, you know, bone marrow transplants organ and all that not only the same race you want usually the same family yes yeah, so the closer you can get to the donor recipient's genome the better uh, the again this is it, it's a biological reality it's the social science Sciences. Oh, I hate to use the word science. The, the social disciplines, which have tried. This. Yeah, social disciplines. Um, well, you know, what's ironic is they talk about how mRNA is supposed to be like this individualized medicine. Uh, well, why do we need individualized medicine if we're all the same? Indeed. <clears throat> I, I, I'm not a scientist, so. Yeah. Yeah, if you're. Uh, Apparently, I'm just a racist for believing in. In two, in two genders and, and <laughs> yeah, you're sexist I took, because I took cultural and anthrop physical anthropology in college, and in that class we talk about okay physical differences between different people. Like you can tell where somebody is from in Africa by their physical features because black people are different, just like Asian people and. Indian people are different from Chinese, and so you can White tell an Italians, African, yeah. yeah, you can tell an East African from a West African, from a North African, from yeah. you know, from Zimbabwe to Algeria. So, and you, if through physical features, so this notion that that and the, and that was a liberal college professor teaching me that in a physical anthropology class. So the fact that now we can't even talk about gender is i mean i'm not that old that was only 20 years ago so yeah um i don't know but it it's it's gotten ridiculous to the point where well you know rfk well, it's affecting medicine the identity politics the denial of the biological reality of of pretty much male female very few hermaphrodites whatever lindsey graham i guess but uh it's mostly <laughs> male female and there are different differences from geographic regions i where we made what race or whatever might be arbitrary ish to say well these are arabs these are persians these are asians these are these other kind of asians da, 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 whatever but broadly speaking there is definitely differences between um you know eskimo and african and chinese and so on enough so that it's it's correct enough that you can base and understand patterns for diseases. Classic one people bring up is sickle cell anemia, malaria, things like that. But it's it's a lot of different things. And and the response to medicine varies obviously by individual, but also by group. 
Um, so, and then there's allergies and da, 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 da. What I want people to know, they're going way back into the 80s, there were policy papers about trying to create racially specific bioweapons targeting Slavs, targeting Russians, for example, because <clears throat> hot war is off the table. It's nuclear Armageddon. And a disease, it, it can look like an accident as well. Oh, look, that's just happened to affect them more than these other people. And everybody did it. Everybody has their little labs in Antarctica. They had labs in Ukraine. They have labs everywhere. The reason for Antarctica is because it's if it breaks out, there's no population center and it's freezing. Hopefully that'll kill the virus. But they do do gain-of-function research. It was made illegal in a lot of places, but then they just outsourced it to some other location and kept doing it. Should have said spoiler alert before before you oh, yeah. start going down this rabbit hole. Wow. This is a lot to process all at once. <laughs> well, uh, these are, I mean, this is what they wrote about. Maybe it's just fiction, but I mean, even in the project, no, no, this is all entry, they, so in their real. Magnus Opus, Rebuilding America's Defenses, they openly talked about racially specific bioweapons. And it's weird because not only did they think it was okay to do such a thing, they thought it was perfectly okay to publish such a thing. They weren't even ashamed. Like, yeah, we could do this and kill the Arabs or whatever. Yeah, that, that wasn't didn't bother anybody. In that document, it, I was uh, looking at a snippet from it the other day on just Twitter thread. Um, it, it specifically says um, race-specific bioweapons as political tools. Um, yeah. This is, uh, like I say, people trying to run around now, and and, and you're seeing this. Um, as people are pushing back against what RFK is saying, where they're, where they're making an arrant dismissal of the idea that you would go down that pathway. Or one of the more prominent ones is that academics would not, would not do such a thing. But <clears throat> maybe, maybe not. But it's not just academics who are looking into these agents and looking how to tweak them looking at human oh, genomes whoa kevin whoa kevin no no everyone knows that all work is published by scientists there are no such thing as scientists who who don't publish things because they work in bioweapons programs yeah um and, and this is so this is where are you saying the government has secrets uh <laughs> maybe just a teens and so so for people who don't who don't know who I am, I was a Marine for 15 years. My job in the Marine Corps was nuclear, biological, chemical weapons defense. And so, uh, well, now that we're part of, now NATO calls it Seaburn uh, because they had radiological in there, but also just to be gay and dumb. But, uh, but NATO is stupid. So we'll just talk about weapons of mass destruction. And um, one of the big, so, so Kevin was, Kevin and I both got sick very early on in the pandemic. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. That's a real shirt. Who, who did, who, who could, was that Kevin that did that? Just no, yeah, I did that. Oh, I like this. This is fun. He, he had an equal chance. That's just like something he would do though. But I, yeah, I, I, saw, I don't know which, I don't know which one of you like racist, homophobic, right. evil Edgelords, um, goddamn edgelords on the internet doing their, oh, well. doing their thing. Us, us race mixing racist. Right. Well, it's, it's either that, it's either, 
I know. Well, actually, all three of us are in Japan right now, so. I'm in Korea right now, but yeah, I'm <gasps> usually over there. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my God. Did you just equivocate Japan and Korea? <laughs> well, see, in Texas, in Texas, <clears throat> no, I can't say that. Oh, no, they all look That's the like same. saying Texas, California, say, same thing. Uh, well, it's kind of like when everybody that crosses the border is called Mexican, when they're not, of course. They're, they're from all different countries, but. Yeah, it's Costa Mexica. It's covered Costa, all your Costa Mexica, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, everybody's doesn't. Everybody doesn't look the same. Everybody's not the same. Well, everybody from East, East uh, Europe, they just call them Russians. Well, that is true. That is true. Um, it's anyway, I mean true. So <laughs> too soon. All right. <laughs> um, anyway, so so I am a WMD expert. I, I do know all about um, how NATO deals with this. I know about how the Department of State deals with this kind of stuff. Uh, I can say with some authority that, um, yes, biological weapons are a thing. The CIA did continue to work on them. Um, and we did continue to flout the Biological Weapons Convention when COVID-19 is a violation of the Biological Weapons Convention, whoever made it. Um, and uh, Wait, it's not bat soup? Huh, no, it's not. It's not bad soup. I did. I did. Uh, I did enjoy all the memes, like when everything started. But but Kevin and I kind of we both. Can we I, both can I just into say this. the best meme ever was a picture of that woman drinking bat soup, and then it said, "Who says one person can't change the world?" <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. It was a picture of a woman in Micronesia, and they said it was China, and it's not from bat soup, but it was a good meme. Probably that, that, that is good meme. So anyway, whoever uh, that was. So so we both we both from different directions uh, came at this, um, not pan gender, but pan idea or whatever, and we both got sick early. We both felt that it was something abnormal. We saw the reaction was abnormal, and so basically ever since we've been we've been trying to educate people about different things and. Uh, having worked in the biowarfare space and obviously having done a lot of research, I, I literally spent six months last year working for RFK, helping to write his next book. So I can't take all the credit for what he just recently said about uh, race-based bioweapons, but that was the topic of discussion. And um, the whole point is to educate and educate properly and get people to understand reality. And so it, we didn't say anything that wasn't true. Yeah, he, he he didn't, and it's it's. Um, I have to give him credit. I don't agree with him a lot on a lot of political things, but but he had the courage to come out and say the truth about something that n literally nobody else would ever. Lindsey Graham is not going to be coming out and saying that. He's not um, going to be coming out. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is well because he just. I was going to say he didn't have the balls to say it, but. But then he might not. So I guess. Well, they're still in Zelensky's so. hands. <laughs> <laughs> we need Jackman on here going, it's going to take boots. <laughs> this is going to be a good stream. I can tell. I can tell. I, I'm not going to be able to run for president after this stream. That's for sure. No, not after my show with a Ted Kaczynski hat. Uh, I mean, I've, th I've talked to you before, but I don't yeah, know. I know. We're going down the race based. Rabbit, uh, race based weapons uh, bonus hole so it's it's going to be it's going to be deep 
it's, it's just well, it's are a, we at the i know races are different diseases affect people differently but do we are we really at the point technologically that uh we know how to design stuff like that yes yes like you can target one okay exclusion of others or just more to be very i don't know if you can bring stuff up on the screen right i want to send it to me i can yeah yeah so if i just send you just skype me something i'll grab it open this this can this can help us begin to disambiguate this subject somewhat and this was this was the first of the papers to come out um pointing to there being this theoretical disparity um in the um in susceptibility between different groups now how much of that has played out in real time because there's so many there's so many other factors that are involved other than just the uh, this is the ace 2 coding variant for different yes, persons yes so if you i can scroll- screenshot the paper on this the restream i have now i mean it's better than nothing but yeah and if you, you go can down- see there you can check this out. That's where they, this is what he's talking about. Yeah. And if you go down to like the third page, there's a set of graphs or one set of graphs on a table. Yeah. That. Uh, with the orange and blue. Uh, yep. All right. I'll grab that image. Keep talking. I'll do this stuff. So, um, not theoretically, if you have the compute power and if you were, specifically looking to structure a pathogen uh, peptide whatever um, you could in theory put in because when you're making the pathogen itself you will you can literally bring in any amino acid chain that you would want or epitope chain and put in what you think would be most advantageous now the thing to keep in mind is that there's still a binding energy in those groups that have lower affinity towards uh, the receptor binding motif of SARS-CoV-2 and in this particular instance what I would put forward as as a working hypothesis is that um, if you, as a weapon, okay, you might, you can mitigate the risk somewhat to your own in-group, for example, and at the same time, you could use countermeasures that we know are somewhat successful. So, you know, everyone obviously knows about the issue around hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all these um, agents. Wait, hold on. CNN told me that was a horse dewormer. Right. Um, yeah, I'm a little, a little on the fence with that, but um, like I say, the... 
Kevin, look, it could be a Native American conspiracy because they're the second least affected. Ah, that is true. <laughs> well, native in this, I believe. I believe native in this context could mean like any native from like North America or Siberia, or if I had the land bridge. I mean, wouldn't they be the same? They're all they native. They're Asians. Phenotypes, right? Yeah, and this in this case, well, it depends on where the paper came from. Actually, if the paper was like American, or I would t- probably kind of tell you what they're referring I'm, to. Since it was English, that's what I was guessing. Um, no, actually, because it, they're not English names on that paper. Let's throw that back in there. Yeah, because that'll actually, if, if you look at the, well, it's not European or African or East Asian or Jewish. So it could be Aborigine, so it's, uh, I guess. Um, from yeah, like I said, it depends on the authors. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the authors, um, there's a very um, Muslim flavor to the, uh, the Interesting. authors, um, but they're based out of Groningen uh, in the Netherlands, Egypt. Uh, yeah, that seems to be, be the primary institutions. But well. Yeah, because they're because they're not they're they're not afraid to uh, to, to point. It's, out the, only, it's the only group I know that's native with a capital N is Native Americans. It's, otherwise, it's small N native of whatever the place is. But whatever, I was just making a joke. Like, look, they're the second least effective. Um, it well, could be uh, Finns yeah, though, because yeah. I've seen in other papers where it's Chinese, Finns, and Ashkenazi that are least affected. If they're up there. Uh, yeah, well, so that's, that's, that's another paper. It's fall into that same category. That's, that's why I was saying, like, mm. it, I think it is, like, Native Americans um, share Siberians. Like, the Siberians with the Laps up in Lapland and Finland. So, like, so it's possible that that, that is what it's... All uh, of that group. Yeah, because yeah, the way that. people label uh, phenotypes and race are different than we do it politically. Like, we'll say... They don't consider Egyptians African, although it's in Africa. And you, when these people say Asian, we're like, what do you mean, Pakistan or China? It's all considered Asian. So it's, it's way. Well, anyway. I mean, having been in Iraq and then having been in Japan, <laughs> I mean, it I is know. all called Asia, but, yeah. but there, there is some difference. There is some difference. I would much rather be here in the. Uh, well, it's like Irish and Italians are both called white. Well, well, that's actually that's actually my heritage, like Irish and Italian. So, yeah, you uh, must have a very not short temper. No, actually, like, I'm, I'm the opposite. He's I'm, actually I'm, very, very chill, dude. I'm very yeah, chill. you cancel each other out. That's what I'm saying. But he doesn't yeah. talk with his hands, so I think his Irish side is winning. <laughs> I love stereotypes. No, so to get back to. That paper. I can okay. talk with my hands, but so how how, is, <laughs> how would a weapon that's still binding um, how is that useful to you when um, you like I say you'll hear the argument that right, it can still make the, the the infection process begin. All it is is about probabilities, and mm-hmm. in effect, what you would what you're yeah. doing is the is the equivalent of loading dice and in a, in a high stakes game 
if you if you know that the odds or the dice are in, in your favor before going in you're you're more it lowers the threshold to actually utilizing um these next gen warfare technologies and so well and, and when you if you pile that on top of countermeasures that that can assist because there's there's a dozen well, there's more than a dozen different ways in which the, the virus can enter cells and that's one of the reasons why we know it's so obviously not natural um so the ace2 is only one of them but the other piece of this which always like whenever you're developing a weapon of any kind you're you're also interested in developing a way to protect yourself from that weapon and nuclear weapons were kind of a were, were kind of a, a paradigm shift in the sense that you couldn't really protect yourself against a nuclear weapon um like you could if you're in the battlefield and you have superior tanks to to the other person um but with bioweapons you can and in fact one of one of the things I've spent a long time researching and discovering is the fact that they hid certain countermeasures that they knew about. Um, and so it's was entirely possible is that the people who who they wanted to protect, they had plenty of ways to protect them. But it could have been just as simple as you just using hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or all these things that they didn't want people to use. But there were entire other levels of other things that they also knew that they still um, that they still hid from the public. And, and so like anthrax spores, you can protect yourself from that if you know it's coming. Well, uh, you can protect yourself against anything to some degree if you know what it is. And, and so it was a two pronged attack in the sense that a they released it. They didn't say anything. Uh, whether it was accidental or intentional is kind of irrelevant because what what the West knowingly did was they saw the virus, they saw immediately in the genome what it was capable of, and they intentionally censored research into the areas where people could have learned more about how to protect themselves against it. So, I mean, that right there is crime against humanity even if it was all just China made it, uh, Fauci and all these other Western scientists allowed it to be inflicted on the world. And whether or not it was how deadly or dangerous in the short or long term it is, is kind of less important than the fact that, that they knew about all these probabilities and, and risks and they went out of their way, not just to protect themselves, but to protect the public from to keep the public unaware of what the actual risk was. Well, how so about the, when in the very beginning, when Trump wanted to close the border with China and Pelosi and them came out with the hug a Chinese day to show how not racist you are. Oh, oh, oh yeah. In fact, Fauci, Fauci himself, Fauci already knew like that was the last week of January. And up until the last day when he finally Fauci finally agreed and said, okay, yes, we should close down the borders. But up until the last day during that previous week, he was going on media and all this stuff. And he was saying, no, we need, we need to close down our 
We don't need to close down our borders. That's not what we should do. The science doesn't support it. Um, hug a Chinese. They never did close the southern border. Huh. <laughs> well, well, that's time. a... Are you really worried way. about this? Why is that still porous? Uh, well, that's a whole other thing Political because reasons. obviously now they've now they just flooded it in the two years since uh, Biden took over. But once again, it, it, actions speak louder than words, and their actions were that they they didn't really care about the people. They cared about gaining control. They cared about um, you know I don't know if it was thinning the herd or just. But whatever it was, they allowed it to be inflicted. And what it, I, I, I can't speak to what, the, what they wanted to do. I can just I can prove and speak to what they allowed to happen. And, well, I can, uh, but not today. I'm trying to get the science out. What do you think about that, Kevin, with the, um, the seriousness of it and Fauci coming out and saying, oh, yeah, science. Fauci flip-flopped a bunch of times, whatever was politically expedient, it seemed like. Very, very and you know Charles is far better than I at sort of recounting all the events that were taking place from early January, from um, phone calls and meetings they were have, having with international scientists, to um, them using burner phones to try to maintain off the record and that's something that we we'll get into but one thing i'll i just want to hammer home some burner phones yeah yeah yeah. this this was this i mean i don't know about you kevin i i always keep at least one foot phone handy yeah well you know when, for, uh, for security purposes when you're looking to fry the world right um gotta have one hand but there's a, there's a there's another little twist with the molecular biology that people need to be aware of as they as they try, and they they will try very very hard to dismiss what RFK said, with respect to race specificity. Now, one epitope being advantageous with respect to the, uh, the ability of the virus to bind. With SARS, there's a sort of multi-step process, and one of the early indicators that engineering had taken place was something called the insertion of the Führer cleavage site. And none, the class of viruses which that SARS came from, Rebecca viruses, these furing cleavage sites are not present. And get a little bit later into what evidence we have as to how we know that they were looking to do this. But in the I didn't know they would name it after Lindsey Graham, fearing cleavage. <laughs> For those of you, how many Graham jokes is that? Somebody do the count. I think we're at five, six, maybe. That's how many shots Pug has to take. Oh no, she. <laughs> I haven't ripped on Lincoln yet. I've been very proud of myself. <laughs> it's been almost <laughs> twenty minutes. <laughs> so the uh, so the fearing cleavage site itself is highly highly suspect and it's um the reason it's so important is that it allows the virus itself to attack far more tissues than regular good old-fashioned SARS one would or oh, i'm not sure about mers i might even want to say mers might have had a 
Merge does have a, a cleavage site. But it's a different class of uh, virus. Um, but the, again, um, there's a specific genetic advantage conferred to Ashkenazi Jews in that, um, in that particular mechanism, which is urine helps break apart the spike protein and enables it to um, attract itself to the, the cell that it's trying to infect. And that second paper that I sent to you, you go down, let's see. Well, it's the first figure. Bring that up. By the way, I know what you mean, but not all Ashkenazi have to be of the Jewish faith. That's not what the word Jew means in this case for the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and not again, talking about religion. This, this is, um, and, and so that's one of the deflections that you'll see is that they'll say Jewish people. No, the data is very specific to Ashkenazi. And again, it doesn't mean that all Ashkenazi carry this polymorphism. It's just, it's just represented more strongly in that particular grouping. Now, you know, again, I get into complex discussions about who could be responsible, etc. But a lot of that would just be conjecture. What we can work with is the published data, which RFK has done, and you know, very, very quickly was able to shut down the New York Post by posting the link to these papers, which show that yes, these papers mention. Ashkenazi Jewish people. Now, from a evolutionary standpoint, and just the the sheer the sheer chances of having two different sites that are separated widely along the spike protein, one for the receptor binding motif of ACE two, and a second that gives them some advantageous yeah that figure there that you've got on the screen oh is that am i looking at my screen right. your this screen? one um no uh the second paper i sent you in skype oh okay let me get in there and um and this is this is just to show people that um we're not making stuff up this is stuff that's in the literature and I'm grabbing it. The, well, the odds of the odds of two very, very functional advantageous polymorphisms appearing at on two molecular pathways and signaling pathways and um, metabolic processes is um, eyebrow raising to say the least. Yes. So that figure there, right? So I'll just try and explain that figure real quick, right? So you want to be figure B. And first off, that's looking at the ACE2 receptor. And if you look on the far right hand side, you can see a bunch of letters that say AFR, AMR, EAS, etc, SAS, and those are all acronyms for the um, different um, racial um, groups that they have databases on that they use for something called genome-wide association studies. It's a very common 
um, type of study that you see in the medical GWAS. Yes. And if you go down to ASJ, what you see there is the row all the way to the left. There is no um, heat signature, and that's an indicator of uh, the fact that that in Ashkenazi, that that polymorphism is enabling it to reduce the binding affinities. Doesn't get rid of it completely. And if you scroll down a little bit to C, I don't know if you've, um, you've cut the image off. Of the can't really scroll. It's just a uh, a screenshot of the web page. I don't have a okay. viewing thing, but so. Um, what's actually cut off if people go to that um, get link in the paper, maybe you want to put it in the chat, you see a yeah. similar pattern for the transmembrane serine protease, and it's just an enzyme that helps cleave and cut molecules, etc. Um, it's, been, it's been added to the Selbeco virus clade which SARS-CoV-2 comes from. Now um, again from a molecular perspective you've got lightning striking twice um, in, 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 this, in the same organism and um, it's unusual to say the least. Now I, I would I would let Charles speak a little about the importance of the furin cleavage site and how that played into how much that they, particularly orthodox science, the institutes that we pay a lot of money to, back to grants, um, privileged positions, pushy positions for those that make it, um, deliberately obfuscated the, the inclusion of that furin cleavage site. And it, it's the linchpin around which um, a, lot of the, a lot of the argument for synthetic <coughs> engineering is based on. So. I put the link in uh, Rumble Odyssey and Cozy so you can see, follow along. Some very epic graphics there. Uh, well, I mean, so, so, so first of all, what people need to understand is that furin cleavage is something that happens in multiple viruses. This is not just, and it, it, it's been the center of gain of function research and the gain of function debate specifically because what it does is allow access into so many more human tissues than a typical virus would to include the brain to include um i'm trying to think of other that are more specific but basically i have a graphic and unfortunately i don't have it at hand at the moment um but i am um, it, it goes from single digit tissue types to 20 to 30 you add in I think I think there's 53 different types of human tissues, and um, and SARS-CoV-2 can enter into 28 of them, which is unprecedented. But furin cleavage, in particular, one of the one of the worst ones is the brain, but but heart tissue and and other things, and obviously what about tissue. liberals? Big one. 
without liberals, liberal brain, tissue. The brain yeah. invasiveness is not such an issue yeah. right there. So um, <laughs> that's how you They're, starve it to death. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, they. Uh, um, but be- because because this has been such a known quantity for a long time. I mean, Ebola has a human cleavage site. Uh, the H1N1 virus from 1918 had it. Uh, anthrax, the bacteria has is has this furin cleavage uh, motif. Uh, diphtheria, uh, Lassa fever, Marburg, uh, pretty much every virus of any import to humanity, except for smallpox, ironically, has this furin cleavage site. And so what I mean by that is every virus How about that is weaponizable has this furin cleavage site. <laughs> um, uh, there's lots of cleavage in Portland. <laughs> Didn't know we were going to be talking about cleavage so much today. But... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've never... I, I can't wait for the day in which I can go back to um, to the days where we're talking about cleavage is a good thing. Because um, uh, hey, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. It's still a good thing. Well, I mean, cleavage no, not, is a good not thing. during work hours. That's all. Now that's the the issue. But, it's really um, it depends on the ratio. I, I guess. <laughs> but the. that's significant proof that this is this is a lab made thing if you're going from one to 28 well it's it's not it's not one to 28 but what it is is that the fear and cleavage site in particular is like they knew and like we have in writing the same scientists stating as like unequivocally that a fear and cleavage site is what is necessary to make something highly pathogenic to the point where it's transmissible enough to cause a pandemic. And they knew this before 2020. So the fact that they went out of their way to hide it and downplay it, um, once again, it just shows that, that, that whether or not they, they had made it themselves, they went out of their way to hide this from doctors and nurses and, and other people who would need to know this information um, until they could control the narrative with, the you know a paper called approximately origin SARS-CoV-2 which is a, it's the famous one that was complete political BS and um, uh, so basically yes so so they knew from the beginning this the fact that we're talking about it at all the fearing cleavage site is the reason for the gain of function ban or the main one back in 2014 why oh. because they they took highly lethal H5N1 which was between 50 and 60% lethal when you get it, but it's not transmissible. So like it, people who work in chicken farms, they get it and half the time they die because it's, it's incredibly pathogenic. Because, and what they did was they took ferrets who have a similar immune system to humans and in Minnesota and in the Netherlands, oh, I just did the, the, the Ireland thing or the, it's the Italian, Italian. Apologize. Um, no, it's good. <laughs> what they did was they used ferrets, and they had they kept giving ferrets this this virus, and then 
um, basically making it to where it was aerosolized from one cage to the next. They were passing it back and forth over and over again to the point where it developed this fear and cleavage site. So they know exactly how to do this and they know exactly what the implications are. And when that paper, when those papers were going to come out, there was a huge debate starting in 2012 because, okay, do we release this information because you could make a biological weapon this way? And of course, Fauci um, defended the research at that point and said it was absolutely critical for, for, for science to continue to do it. And thankfully, I'm not saying that Obama has a long list of things that he did right, but in this particular instance, he he saw that and he was like, um, uh, "Holy shit! Yeah, we can't, we can't, uh, yeah, we have we to." We can't do this here. Move to China. Well, or, or maybe a little bit like Georgia. We're not allowed to torture. Do it in Cuba. Move, yeah, move to Georgia. Move to Ukraine. Move to move to other places. But but yeah, we need to we need to put a pause on this because what is this and and that probably is the most shocking thing that obama did something right i apologize i didn't mean i didn't mean to i didn't mean to compliment him (laughs) well no i mean this is the only thing i can think of that he did do right there's a short list it's Mm -hmm. it's i mean that's most presidents though to be fair (laughs) yeah i mean Trump now Trump was a despicable human being, but he also did uh, some decent things. And so like everything is a, you have to look holistically at, at all of this. Yeah, I can acknowledge the good stuff he did. Yeah, I, I can do. I, 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 to, if we're going to stay honest and be unlike these scientists and these media people who play these s- stupid games, you know, with a gender woo and whatnot, then mm-hmm. we can't, we, we have to be able to say things, even if they're uncomfortable to say. And so in in that sense, I'm a um, professional at doing that. I've heard rumors. Now, granted, <laughs> granted, uh, I, I, I've, I've streamed with Kevin like 30 or 40 times now by this point. So I, I'm also familiar. He also has that jujitsu which is kind of like I'm, I'm afraid to be on this stream right now because like it's like chuck chuck norris if two chuck norris like if the two fists combine or something like the universal fusion reality. <laughs> we should have stuck him in the middle of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true that's true yeah well they that's a weapon too i mean they try to do guilt by association because i've had every single black sheep on my show and i don't endorse what they say i'm often there to argue with them but they'll be like oh you talk to so-and-so like so what you know, I've had communists on the show. I've even had redheads on the show. I mean, it doesn't make me them. <clears throat> yeah, I refrain from my my mom is redhead, by the way. So I, I have to oh, be sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> I'm actually colorblind, so that's what makes it even dumber. So I can't even see red hair. Oh, um, you're colorblind. Wow. Red and green, yeah. So, uh, well, you're, you're of uh, inferior genetics. Uh, report to your nearest kill box, uh, yeah. citizen. And, yeah, it uh, sounds like uh, it sounds like you're not where where you belong, my friend. Well, a lot of what a lot of people don't know is the red, green, colorblind people actually see more shades of tan, brown, and khaki. So it's a give and take. True. It is, and you know what? I I think the purpose of it was, anytime we go crayfishing, 
it's like a clear green water to everyone else. But to me, it's just clear. And I just take the net and get it because they're, you, you, they're not you, hiding from me. Right. <laughs> just get those, get those my focus. eye ignores the green. So it's just clear water. I go, there he is. There's another one. There's another one. Super easy. Yeah. Well, Fitness maybe advantage. it was for fishing cultures. It evolved. I don't know. And, you know, there's a, there's a good. It's good with camouflage, too, because camo is trained to full color able people because that's the majority of people. But it just looks weird to colorblind people. So they can find it very easy. There you go. I'm defending my group, man. <laughs> I have some in group It definitely reference. sucks, though, because you can't see rashes and stuff because you can't see pink. So, like, when my kid has a rash, my wife has to tell me because I don't notice it. It's definitely, definitely more of a downside, but it does help with fishing. That's about it, though. <laughs> may not help with the uh, nappy rash, but at least you're uh, feeding the feeding the youngster with uh, some prime crayfish, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. there's a, you know, this this is just beginning to scratch the surface of what these technologies mean for how bad is it going to get because it doesn't seem like the world learned anything okay you, you made gain of function research illegal they just did it anyway nih through echo health definitely funded the wuhan lab this is a fact there were no consequences no heads rolled no hey you released a virus that affected billions of people and then you mandated a vaccine that doesn't seem to have a lot of efficacy and there's no consequence it's all it's just going to get worse well, so I mean, it could have been way than it was. That could have been an Andromeda strain situation. Ah, well, that is a good movie, by the way. Um, I so I the movie too. <laughs> yeah. So, oh wow! I my, I just had a brain fart. Well, I was going to say something. You is that fear porn? Is like, nah, we're not at that level yet. I'm just uh, thinking the future. Like, it, well, we'll get there. But it's it's important it's important to understand um, the frameworks and rules that are kind of baked in, right? So, what? How could something like SARS emerge without triggering too much um, red tape and the bureaucracies sort of pointing at it and saying, "Oh, this is um, this is problematic." Now, we we have evidence of that happening. Again, Charles can to that far better than I can but the, the the simple fact is that there's this horrendous gray area in bioweapons research around something called incapacitation agents oh 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 well, let me let me interject real fast because I remember what I was going to say what I was going to say is that um, gain of function is not illegal it's never been illegal it was in fact the gain of function ban only applied in one country, the U.S., and only on research that was publicly funded. So, when, oh. when like, so, so literally, so Pfizer or Moderna or or GlaxoSmithKline or, or anybody else on the planet can legally conduct any gain of function research that they want with no. And and actually, the current gain of function rules the the p3co regime that they that they came out with to end the ban is completely voluntary so unlike so there's literally no restrictions 
on anyone at any time that are enforceable. And this, so people need to understand that, that when Pfizer, like that, that project Veritas leak came out, um, I, uh, I, I was sitting here thinking to myself, okay, well, this is great and all, except they can, you can't take them to court because they can do whatever they want because there's no restrictions whatsoever. On See, them. I, <clears throat> I was misinformed and I thought gain of function, not, not because of publicly funded, just all gain of function research on viruses was deleted or um, illegal in the United States. Because, well, and especially because, so th that's why the, as long as it's biodefense research for medical countermeasures and not bioweapons research, which by the way, you have to do in order to, you have to make the pathogen in order to make the thing to protect against it. Um, so the, so all of this is complete BS and it's all a shell game basically. And, you know, again, you have to look at, well, there's loopholes in, in the legislation, right? So the chemical biological warfare conventions, um, that was circumvented by them just saying, say, um, it's defensive. Anything that you're doing is geared towards protection and we've, we've got to stay one step ahead of those, uh, those nasty terrorists of wherever they want to come from uh, that yeah scott ritter made that point oh you can't do it for this reason but we can say oh we're just trying to figure out a, a countermeasure to them doing it and then you get to do it and in now i you know the world needs to have a wake-up call with what can potentially happen should something like sars occur now in in best case scenario what i think might have happened is that because of this defensive biowarfare and the hunt for medical countermeasures, it's worth billions and billions of dollars every year in funding, um, public funding. Just, just ask uh, Metabiota. Yep. And these are... We could go down, we could go down a lot of bonus holes if, 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 we, if we do that. Because, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of bonus holes. There's, a, there's a lot of... There's a lot of different ways you could go when you go say metabiota, but um, no, they, we'll, yes, we'll just metabiota. leave that out there. Look up metabiota and Ukraine and Glenn Maxwell. Just do that. Uh, <laughs> do you hear about Maxwell? That all the prisoners are mad because apparently she doesn't shower enough and she smells after she runs. <laughs> Some guard gave her the third degree, like take a bath, bitch. <laughs> no shit. Wait, uh, she is a bio lab. What's this one? Huh? That means uh, number two is in prison, and she's scared oh. to shower because the girls will beat her ass. So she just stinks, and she's basically become a walking bio lab. Uh, Karma. You can't. Yeah, you can't it's like you threw up a big softball there. I'm trying not to. Yeah, don't don't, don't take it. Let us do it. You're you're still clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys i have to go in a minute i'm scheduled a trip to go to seoul <clears throat> to meet with another doctor uh talk about this kind of stuff but we gotta schedule like a longer time and y'all give me all the graphs and stuff you want to show 
So I, this was sort of ad lib. We, we were just reacting to RFK's tweet, and I was like, "We got to get something out there." But uh, let's definitely do this in the future about with uh, yes more planned. Like, I didn't even know Charles was coming today until like a minute before, or I had a bunch of questions for him. But I want to reconvene this hundred percent. But they knocked on my door three times, so I. You know how it is, married. So we're going. <laughs> but it, it was it was good to catch up, and um, it's good. The... You guys add their twitters; they're still allowed on that one, at least. That's in the description. It's on the Telegram. It may have a weird handle for Kevin, but that's because he kept getting banned and over and over, and just made some burn or whatever. But uh, you can see that links are all in the uh, the the bio on Rumble and. After I go to Soul and back, I'll cut and copy pasta that to the other platforms, Cozy and uh, Odyssey, and so on. And I would, I would just say, if anyone's um, watching Brian right now and you've got a stream, anyone on Cozy, you did a great job on that. Um, what was it? Fitness. Fresh yeah, and it fit. Was. Fresh and fit. That was so cool. Um, we need to, we need to get this information out. Hey, I, I have an idea, and because both you guys are friends with uh, Kennedy, let's bring him on Fresh and Fit. Do you think? I mean, it's, it's one point six million. We're not going to have Fuentes or any of his retards on there. Just having uh, let him get that audience. You know, I think it'd be good. Uh, well, that drops the ball into uh, Charles Court. Um, well, I, I'm I'm working on reestablishing those contacts right now because uh, I worked for them last year, so I haven't. It's been like six or seven months. I mean, I, just, I know some other guys that work for him too. Just saying, um, he I think that'd be a great fit because it's a it's a fairly like conservative audience that would still vote for a Democrat because they're they don't trust the media, they don't trust the government. It's a young audience. Um, guaranteed he's getting hundreds of thousands of views like in a day and it's a new circle of people and they're very receptive to his positions on COVID especially any of the war in Ukraine a lot of things they're going to agree with so yeah. I don't know <clears throat> I think uh, I think that'd be a good one and that would springboard to valuetainment and a bunch of other um, channels that he could go on so yeah. well, he, he, he is, he's intentionally trying to to maximize alternative media, alternative media, well, and Kevin, he, just like Tucker Carlson, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be great. Joe Rogan, think, he did well on that one, you know. He did, yeah, he did. So, so yeah, I think the the more the merrier. I agree with you. I think Patrick Ben David and and Fresh and Fit and that crowd. That's you know, which a big one. Good platform, get his ideas out, and Myron will do his homework before he interviews him. Before we did any 9-11 stuff, he talked to me for hours and hours for days prepping for that before I ever came on so that he would know what to say and how to react and all that. He does his homework. He'd be a good host, I think. Well, we'll let's, let's put that out there, RFK. Get in it. <laughs> I want him to reach as many people as possible because I think his only weaknesses doesn't have the the exposure. Because ideas are good. Not enough people know. They're like, oh, they just think Biden's the president. He's the elector. No, he can he can get primaried. So 100%. Yeah, yeah he's going to get primaried. He's got dementia. All right, guys. Um, damn, let's do this again.
Yes. Yeah, uh, well, good. let's work in the background to try and make just talking about happen. Um, well, yeah, I'll be on. I'll talk to you on Skype, Kevin. Uh, I mean, I, I like talking to just Ryan too. Like, in fact, he's kind of cooler than you, Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, he likes my jokes even better. Um, I don't think he needs that. He's he's been on my show twice or three times, and yours like forty. But well, I mean, come on, come on in anytime, Charles. You can come on our show. Um, But I like having this roundtable type of stuff. So we'll do this. We had a shekel chat on Rumble. It says, "Is there a way to weaponize something?" You know, these psychos are working on it. I think we answered that anyway. Yes, there is. And there's they more do coming. allow free range gingers for some there's, reason. There's a whole, there's a whole new free range gingers. Um, I'll be speaking about that later <laughs> in the week. Just uh, again around synthetic biology, how AI is going to be leveraged, all, all sorts. Kevin, of Kevin, plug your show. Uh, so I'm just on Rumble. I call it <laughs> funny, a jihad science show. Sorry. Um, the jihad what? Science show. Just uh, nice. <laughs> But it's a, it's guerrilla science against the it is. Know, the institutes, and so uh, I riff off that. Uh, you can p- plug my name into Rumble, and you find me. McCainDojo.com um, is just a website with um, links, etc., to where to find me. And uh, Charles's um, Substack, Prometheus Shrugged. Um, well, I've, uh, I've been I've been slacking in that category, but yeah, Prometheus Shrugged. And, Prometheus uh, Shrug, kind of like Atlas Shrug by Ayn Rand, except Prometheus was way cooler. That's correct, except Prometheus represents science, and right. uh, science couldn't shoulder the load. Illumination, as in yeah, the reason sign, not the evil one. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can spend another two hours just talking about why I named it that, but yeah. I think it's awesome, and I would love to have that conversation, but I, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, if you go, go. go. <laughs> with a knocks on the door, then, uh, then you better answer Shrug on Substack. You can also follow him on Twitter. You can just put their names in. It's easy to find him. Uh, Kevin's got his own his own platform, kind of like Cozy. You can see him over there. You can see him on Rumble. You can follow them all on Twitter. It's all going to be in the description. We're going to come back and do this with graphs and stuff properly. I just wanted to get something out uh, before I went into the city because they're all dogpiling on RFK Jr. About and let's not pretend it's not about the Chinese. It's the Ashkenazi Jew thing. So stupid. So ADLish. But it is what it is. Until next time, we'll see you tomorrow. I think Dan McAdams and I are going to be talking about Ukraine soon this week. I think Jackson Henkel just expressed interest in coming on Fresh and Fit. We're going to be working on RFK. So it looks like it's going to be busy. Peace and love. Nice. Uh, we still like right. on my end. See, I didn't stand up with that one. Nice. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Take care, bro. Enjoy your day. All right. Uh, it's just me and you, Charles. Um, yeah. Wait. So, so we're on Restream? Oh, so we're on Rumble as well? Uh, yeah, we're still going out on my channel. Um, okay. It's. Uh, I could switch over to Zoom. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't care. I don't have any particular platform. I, I, uh, I actually I, I just like Zoom's layout. Um this is uh there's something odd about um restream. I don't know, like I think it's got you in flipped mirror. Or your room's the wrong way around.
something happened. Reality change. Um, uh, uh, is that better? No, I, 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 like I said, I think... Um, I don't believe I've uh, misremembering your your apartment so poorly, but um, shouldn't shouldn't the window be behind your left hand side? You, it's uh, maybe it's mirrored. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm presuming it's yeah, I'm mirrored. Not. It's kind of it just it looks weird to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll hang this up and I'll just call you back on um, Zoom and then um, okay. people can. Um, Keep watching. We're not going away, folks. Not just yet. Could, could, could a you? bit longer. All right. I'll, I'll just close the web page and call you. So. <clears throat> see. Zoom, zoom. Charles up. And. Yeah, I don't know. Like Zoom just has better encoding. to jump in and super quick okay. yes that looks better <laughs> um i think you need the mic closer to you maybe testies testies yeah pull the mic closer to you it's probably a bit far away um Yeah, now now it sounds like a expensive mic. So, uh, uh, so oi polloi before I think. Okay. <laughs> and yes, your room is uh, the right way round now. Um, it's not frying me for a loop. Well, it's actually weird because, well, well now now you have me confused because I thought it looked right to me. Yeah, I'm just on my end. It was mirrored, and uh, it just. Sounds and, and this is this is wider screen, so now everyone can see your uh, your new little road. And uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Charles stepping up the stepping up the stream game. Shout, um, out, shout out to Armando and uh, yeah, everybody. Oh, it's, so we need to have a little fundraising drive or something because uh, got to play that uh, that blick of mine. <laughs> You gotta pay that the the tax evading blick. Yeah, uh, yeah. Please, folks, uh, send donuts. Feed Simon. Uh, now, oh, there was there was one hundred and seventy six people watching his stream. I don't know how many people are watching this one right now on Rumble. I can I can send. Oh yeah, one hundred and seventy six. So or one hundred. So, uh, you know, if everybody donated five dollars, that'd be like twelve million dollars or something. My math could be wrong. Um, not great with math. Um, a lot of the expenses in the last. Uh, uh, it, now that I've said that, now I want to know because. <laughs> that, so. 120 no. times 5 is uh, One, 600. Right. Well, it was actually 125 times 5 is watching us oh, live. Okay. Don't, don't shortchange yourself, Kevin. Okay. So, 
Well, oh, no, that's that's the yen calculation. Hold on. Um, this is a little embarrassing at the moment. Yeah, 625. So that if everybody did that right now, then then he, he, he could tax evade a whole lot more. Yes. yes. And that would be good. Um, it's five bucks. So I've, I've received a couple of donors. Get him into Brahman. Yeah, well, we need to get the uh, we need to get the uh, the soundboard going for for all of those one dollar donations. Yeah, yeah, it should, it should be smoking sparks. Yeah, I mean, sparks coming out of it. As, yeah, because uh, I mean, you know, a dollar is a dollar, and a dollar goes a long way, especially especially here in Japan. Uh, the exchange rate is incredibly incredibly good so your dollar is actually worth like a dollar 33 uh because they don't have the inflation and it's a good exchange rate so so just think of it that way like, so, so if you if you buy coffee there you can actually buy two coffees here the same survive so you know there's um it's been some very obvious uh attacks on rfk um, one of the um, largest that I'm seeing, of course, is David Gorski. Oh, oh David Gorski. Yes. Pedo-adjacent David hey, he, Gorski. He, he's the one who, he's the one who, like, he said Prometheus Shrugged was, oh, oh, what was he said? He said it was, well, it was something to the effect of pointless drivel and just that I was an vaccine, anti-vaccine conspiracy. So, uh, so I, you know, I take pride in, in having reached the Gorski level of, of being, I, I, Hey, I got three new subscribers from his website. <laughs> who, who click on his link. So, so keep, keep talking, keep talking about me, Gorski. Yeah. Keep, keep, like it, that. keep it up. And, um, you know, it's, um, I don't know if I can, Pull the. Are you watching the stream at all? Uh, well, I, I was trying to, but now I don't. I'm not smart enough to figure out how to. to I guess you just need to put on mute. I, I should say I am smart enough, but um, uh, maybe well, maybe your faith in me is misguided, Kevin. No, no, no. Um. Um. Okay, so there we go. Funnily right. enough, um, you know the issue around biowarfare agents, etc., or race-selective biowarfare agents. Before we get to Gorski, um, the, there was this issue around um, the U.S. Air Force, again, synovial tissue RNA samples. And um, again, you're seeing a flurry of activity trying to deny that this is uh, a thing. Um, I went to go and look on the internet again to, um, you know, just to, I don't have that link memorized, right? But you can sort of plug in the, uh, or, or find stories that mention it that will, that did have a hot link to it. And now those hot links no longer work. And I was like, oh, God damn, I hope, uh, I hope I had the, wherewithal to actually um capture that that website and um for those that are buying into the 
well, the propaganda that it wasn't true. There it is on my screen. Um, and let's, let's just see what it says. Um, this is a combo solicitation is hereby required and released. Find details of the crest below. Um, provide answers to industry generation questions below. For the RNA samples, do you require a minimum amount? Answer one. Please see attachment number two, schedule of supplies, with the original solicitation. The government requires 12 each normal human ribonucleic acid RNA samples. Question two. Would you consider samples from Ukraine? No. All samples, synovial tissue and RNA samples, be collected from Russia and must be Caucasian. The government will not consider tissue samples from Ukraine. Now, <laughs> I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad I saved it because you know, that's a very damning document. I don't know. It was put out for public tender. I guess the I guess the carefree days of uh, um, bio warfare research, those halcyon days, um, have passed us by now. Where they could, they felt comfortable enough. Um, the the, ca the casual bio warfare. Yeah, the casual bio warfare. <laughs> and you know this this was um, it wasn't that long ago. It was 2017, and. This is, you know, this is something that RFK has pointed out multiple times. Um, speaking about the, um, biolabs there. Um, and he's getting, he's getting pushback on that as well. And so I, I just, I just wanted to bring this up. I wanted to show people that it, it, it is real and I can't think of any benign reason why the US Air Force would just be just be interested in Caucasoid Russian only synovial fluid and not Ukrainian maybe maybe you can uh, disabuse me of my paranoid notions uh, Charles um well i'm afraid i'm going to disappoint you um because uh, i'm not going to be able to disabuse you uh i had not i'd actually not seen that synovial tissue uh letter so that is uh that's an interesting little uh it don't look good right it, it doesn't no it looks pretty terrible actually mm. it's pretty terrible so the the for people who don't know which is basically everyone um the air force and the army and the navy all have their own scientists marine corps no we only do one thing um but for everybody else they have they have scientists who become commissioned officers that uh they get direct commissions basically they do like an abbreviated like officer training and and then they get paid lots of money to do that so and that's actually um can you hear me okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay sorry 
And now I'm now I'm watching the rumble like you told me to, and now it's it's uh behind. So um but um but yes, so just like Ian Copeland. Ian Copeland is a great example. So all of your your viewers are very familiar with uh with and he's an example of that where they he's a scientist who he's like he's like a half soldier so he's, he didn't go through the normal the normal channels he didn't do he's a half everything. phd bro <laughs> he didn't well his cardboard phd yeah yeah according to Jiggy, requirements but... necessary to get phd um, yeah i mean um yeah, and I don't want to make this all about Ian Copeland because he's not worth it. But at the same time, he's a good example of the type of so so you do get a, a military scientists, and the difference with military scientists is that they have even less. Uh, well, they have clearances, and so believe it or not, not all military scientists publish all of their work. Uh, spoiler alert. I guess I should have said that first. Uh, and, and Ian Coppola knows this, but he, he gets paid to play the game. So, yes, I forgot what we were talking about, actually. Just, well, I want, I just wanted to bring up, we'll, we'll, we'll finish with. Um... Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So this air force thing. Um, um, so basically this is incredibly interesting because if they're publicly stating they want Russian synovial fluid, then uh, yeah, the, there's only one reason why you want Slavic synovial fluid. And it's not because you want to make race-based um, therapies. Uh, you know, on, on the battlefield, after you've uh, you stretched off those ruskies, you just want to make sure that their joints aren't aren't swollen and, uh, you know, something a little extra special just for them. And that high feature there. I'm, I'm sure that's the real reason. That's uh, they, they just wanted the best medical care. What was I thinking, Charles? Stop being selfish, Kevin. <laughs> All right. So let me let me bring up um, Gorski's attempts at discrediting what RFK Jr. is talking about. Now, I don't know. Uh, Heartfield argument gives way to an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that COVID nineteen an ethnically targeted weapon. Now that is not what I'm saying. Very specifically pointing out that there is scientific publications which point to the fact that there is ethnic disparities at and hammering home at the theoretical and um, computational level. Now, again, how much that translates to the entire world, uh, or the real world, I should, um, we don't know. But um, the fact that it's there, and it, and that is within the public scientific literature. Um, again, I would refer back to what you were saying, which is, well, if that's in the public domain, what's going on in the in the labs of these uh, Alamos, right, cool. um, well 
so the, the, this was something I didn't get to say on uh, on the stream with Ryan, but uh, I, I was going to reiterate that familiar point of, uh, believe it or not, we don't actually publish all research. And, and the fact that that was an argument in proximal origin is absolutely ridiculous because, you know, uh, the 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 uh, the metaphor that I've used a lot is that, you know, prior to Hiroshima, we didn't uh, we didn't publish the research on the implosion device or, you know, the well, actually that was Nagasaki, but well, we didn't publish that research on how we made the nuclear weapon. We we did announce that we used it uh, to clarify that it was not a typical bomb, but uh, we did not. Uh, yeah, we didn't publish that research. In fact, they've still never published the full research, and that was 75 years ago. That's because right. nukes aren't real, Rixie. That's oh, I'm sorry, the... nukes aren't real, yes. Yes, I apologize. Um, my, my bad. So so this notion, we have no scientist ever working for a government has ever published research on a weapon of system of any kind in a peer-reviewed journal prior to it being used. That's the dumbest thing in the history of the planet. This notion that we can, that war isn't real, but science is, is, is stupid. Because who's paying? Who's paying ultimately is who determines uh, where whether or not it gets published. Did you catch the stream I did last night? Uh... No. Let me let me see this. I'm <laughs> clear. So um this was just a, a a link that I saw. Just I was just scrolling through just looking to find something that was uh, this tweet um was just pointing out the New York Times how dishonest they were with respect to what um RFK saying. So um because New York Times is straight up lying about RFK Jr. RFK cited a scientific paper defending his remarks. The New York Times falsely claims that the paper makes no references to Ashkenazi Jews. They issued a correction, admitting they only looked at the abstracts. The article's body is unchanged. And here's the best bit, right? Here's this section from the, the paper. Mr. Kennedy linked to a scientific paper that he said showed the structure of the COVID-19 virus made black and Caucasian people more susceptible than ethnic Chinese Finns and Ashkenazi Jews were less receptive. But the study he linked to made no reference to Ashkenazi Jews. His conclusions were roundly dismissed by scientists, sir. Uh, now, Jewish or Chinese protease consensus sequences are not a thing in biochemistry but they are in racism and anti-Semitism, said one Angela Rasmussen. Oh, oh. St- oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, hilarious, right? <laughs> that's pretty good, especially since uh, most of Angie Rasmussen's um, uh, most of the. The grants that she worked under at Columbia were were DOD grants. So her of all people, for her to make this claim that, you know, well, for her to make any claim at all, except an apology uh, to you is, is ridiculous. So I don't want to, I don't want to 
I just want to file now. Oh no no no! I I I I think it'd be funny, but I don't I don't think we need it. It's not like we're gonna sit here holding our breath. I want to I want to be able to do Fat Angie. I need to be able to bring those memes up constantly. Uh, Fat Angie, um, it uh, gives me a frisson of joy, Charles, to be able to do that. Um, so you know. Gorski again is—he's um, a major node in this um, oh, next nexus of uh, narrative controllers, and again he's uh, well Fat funded. Angie. Sorry, Fanangi. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's—he's—he's um, he's well funded, and there are a. Country. I do actually want a donut now. This was weird. <laughs> like the picture was unappetizing, but what's the joke you told me the other day? Oh, uh, the blonde Cheerios. joke. Cheerios. Oh, yeah. oh, what is a what is a blonde? What is a blonde? What did the blonde say when she saw uh, Cheerios for the first time? I know the answer. Ooh, but... Donut seeds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, um, again, it's a long, you know, this is someone who's supposed to be a, um, practicing surgeon, um, in say, uh, what's the Detroit, right? Um, and he makes a big deal about, uh, his woke credentials of helping the, uh, the underclass, etc. But um, I think it's for uh, other material motives. But anyway, for somehow he manages to have the time to write a uh, thousand word essay um, for hours, it seems. Well, and... it's because he's not. It's, well, <laughs> I hate your I hate your question. His credentials, um, but. Uh... Uh, Charles and Doc, I'm looking at the at the chat. It says, Charles and Doc, is this race-based we weapons research the reason why the U.S. had all these bioweapons in Ukraine? To get the answer, you must donate. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yes, that would be correct. Um, why, else, why else would we want to have biolabs in former Soviet socialist republics r ringing, you know, Russia. Uh, I mean, I, I can think of a couple of reasons, but but uh, given that the U.S. has has way more genetic data than they have public, uh, and they also have the largest HIV database in the world, and they have been working on race-based weapons since the '80s. Yes, I would. I would say that that's. It, it may not be the only reason, but it's certainly one of the reasons. Because you you want to test your countermeasures and your whatever on uh, on populations that uh, if 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 ethnic weapons is what you're trying to do, you have to have access to the populations uh, like a, a sizable sample population to work with. And the other factor here is that you want to be if you really want covert, you have to be able to be sampling from the local biome 
so that you can inject in your tweaked pathogen such that it's it doesn't raise immediate red flags right um so they they might say oh we've got well um i mean congo hemorrhagic fever um it's somehow that's spreading and it would take time for that to sort of start raising red flags it'd been tweaked and um doing the rounds so i just want i just want to read out um what what gorski's response was to rfk basically saying that the chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons we are developing ethnic bioweapons he claimed they're collecting russian dna they're collecting chinese dna so we can target people by race he goes on my first reaction to this outburst besides my usual horror god how openly racist and anti-semitic it was was a bit of confusion after all rfk jr actually seemed here to be acknowledging that covid19 could be deadly by saying that there were biological weapons that are much worse if covid19 is just a cold that kills only the elderly infirm then why would rfk jr have used it as a comparison that supposedly even worse bioweapons that are in the pipeline. Now, I, I guess what he's alluding to uh, yeah. is that somehow RFK has um, publicly stated that SARS is a, oh, it's just a flu, bro. Um, this, I wasn't aware of this. Um, it would seem a odd stance to be taking when publicly going after these institutes and, of course, Fauci book. Um, so is this... Is Gorski lying? Tell me, tell me it isn't so. Well, uh, Gorski uh, is sitting here. He's trying to... He's trying to play this narrative that, you know... COVID is dangerous and it killed millions of people. And well, I think that Kevin and I believe that we just believe that it's having a longer time scale. So yes, well, the, the initial, uh, I think it is killing millions of people now. It's just it, uh, through, and you're seeing that in the excess deaths, but it's not, he, he wants to use the fear porn to try and uh, do exactly what, what, uh, JC would claim that we believe, which is that that we're it's all part of a narrative to to keep gain of function funding research and all, all this other crap and support mRNA, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but actually, no, that's not what we're saying at all. What we're saying is that it's an incapacitating weapon. So the entire point is not to have it be super deadly. The point in targeting a population, especially if something of this magnitude and in the evidence that we're seeing is that it's short, medium, and long term. And so, um, I, uh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, I, so, so yes. So his, his entire argument that, that, oh, well, he, oh, so so is, is RFK admitting that, that this is dangerous? 
Well, yes, RFK is admitting that bioweapons are dangerous and we shouldn't be playing this game. We shouldn't be in a bioweapons war that, you know, mutually assured destruction or whatever. So if that's the case, then yes. Um, but but he's 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 misinterpreting the argument because, of course, in this case, I think it's because he's stupid. I don't think that it's because he is being intentional completely. I think he has no concept of what bioweapons actually are and what the goal of bioweapons would be. So he he's just he's spinning it for political purposes, but he doesn't actually know what he's talking about. So he goes on to say, my last thought was, given how RFK has been outing his upcoming appearance, Republican-controlled House Select Committee weaponization of the federal government, whether or not any members of the committee will hammer him over his remarks last week about an ethnically targeted bioweapon, I hope so. Maybe the committee chair, Republican Jim Jordan, will quietly disinvite RFK Jr., embarrassment doubt it let's just put it this way when an anti-vaxxer like marianne williamson conspiracy sinister and unfounded that really is something and again this is why uh it's such a difficult needle to thread right that um so someone who you think would be Supportive of what RFK is junior uh, doing. I don't know who Marion Williams is. Uh, she's she's a well, she's a she's a far left liberal candidate that's all about peace, love, and she's more like a hippie uh, liberal. So I, I don't. I mean. She's definitely less likely to rock the boat. She's not going to be talking about race-based bioweapons anytime soon. That's for sure. So. Goes on. As an aside, I can't help but mention that the New York Post, being the New York Post, couldn't resist adding, there's been a grand consensus among U.S. intelligence agencies that COVID-19 was man-made and escaped, lab in Wuhan, China, but there is no evidence it was designed to spare certain religious groups or ethnicities Kennedy offered no studies to support his claims. Again, that's false. And the... Well, of course, uh, Gorski's um, little attack mob um, are very much the zoonosis side. Um, they've been trying, trying to hold that line for a long time, I think. Tend to see them less often now, venturing into that space. Um, but for sure, at the beginning, as an organisation, they were they were doing that. Um, well, but that's because so you can. Gorsky's fun to watch because you can learn a lot by what he doesn't say, and of course, he's as it becomes more and more obvious, he's stepping back from the origin debate. And if he does refer to, he'll still refer to it as a conspiracy theory, but he doesn't. Um, now he has he can ride his like pure hobby horse because RFK is like, like, like his wet dream of of what he can attack because 
he can throw literally everything he wants at him. And, but the problem with, with Gorski is that he's an idiot. And so he doesn't actually know what he's talking about. And so it's easy. You're seeing that because as much of Twitter is a giant quagmire of, of idiocracy and insanity, but, but at least it's a little tiny might freer than, than it was before. And, and just that little bit has made it to where they can't get away with peddling all their nonsense without their being pushed back. And the volume of pushback is seen in the ratio of the, you know, I know Jiki uh, pays a lot of attention to the ratios and, uh, so we're we're winning in that sense, despite everything, because uh, because we're not afraid to tell the truth, and and the reason why RFK hasn't been able to be dismissed is in large measure because everything that's been said about him is 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 kind of beside the point. Because when people actually hear what he's saying they realize he's telling the truth and he has been telling the truth for a long time. And so over time, people are gaining trust in him despite all these attempts to silence him because he's, he's being consistent. Now we may not always agree with everything that he does, but he's been consistent and he's being proven right over and over and over again. And so that gravitas thankfully is reaching enough people, whether it's Joe Rogan or Tucker Carlson. The truth is, is that the alternative media is now very much, and the alternative media, it's not like they were, they're against Trump or DeSantis or anything, but, but they're also completely open and supportive of letting RFK have, have his platform as well. And, and I think that that's, I think they're losing because of that. And they're terrified. They're running scared right now. They really are. Yeah, very much so. Let's see what he has to say about the lab leak. The lab leak conspiracy theorists, rascals, touted this report as a slam dunk evidence that the US intelligence community had concluded that COVID-19 was man-made and had escaped from a lab in Wuhan. But in reality, it cited very low quality evidence, nothing that changes the current scientific consensus that COVID-19 most likely arose from a zoonotic overflow event that makes current lab leak claims sound any less like conspiracy theories. Um, well, we did a stream about the e. ODNI report. And... E. Uh, so so uh, low-quality evidence, noting that nothing that changes the current scientific consensus. Now... <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, excuse me. Once again, the scientific consensus, um, it, it's not a majority, but a plurality. Twice as many papers are being written that are open to the possibility of a lab leak that are rejecting it. The only difference is that all of those papers now are are still being written outside of the top six journals. But but the evidence is becoming overwhelming to the point where you're seeing it's not just like one or two journals anymore. It's like all over the place. People are, are raising the, the right questions. And so they are, uh, they're, they're losing 
in that context as well, because the evidence speaks for itself. And so for him to sit here and say that there's a scientific consensus, no, there's not. There's not a scientific consensus. There was never a scientific consensus. There was scientific censorship. I think that's the word he was searching for. So it could have just been a spell check error. But, you know. Um, probably, probably not in his case. Indeed, the post misrepresented the report, which states quite clearly that almost all IC agencies assess SARS-CoV-2 was not genetically engineered. Most agencies assess that SARS-CoV-2 not laboratory adapted. Again, that's um, misrepresenting what was uh, what was in those reports. And again, those reports, what, what we got was a repetition of the first first report. And again, it didn't take into account um, use uh, the other. Well, the accumulating evidence that we have and just how we know, <laughs> like I say, the, that Slack chat is um, gold with respect to showing the public what they really thought versus the um, the public gaslighting that they were engaged in. Um, so... <laughs> He goes on, unsurprisingly, as news about his remarks have begun to spread, leading to widespread and deserved denunciations. I wonder who's pointing to as denunciation. DNC uh, Peter chair. DNC yeah. chair. And we need to talk about bioweapons. Slams RFK Jr.'s claim. COVID oh, the DNC chair. Oh, well, that's a good thing her, his or her opinion is important. <laughs> yeah. Just, just so long as uh, Saint Fauci doesn't get tarred with this brush, I think that's all the Democrats stand about. Uh, so, well, actually, so that's actually something I wanted to point out because um, I found more. I was going through the depositions of. Oh, what is this? Oh, uh, Catherine did. Oh, the head of the Democratic Party. Yeah, I said, sorry, I'm I'm seeing the lag in the in the stuff. Um, uh, but when I was I was reading the depositions of Robert Gary and Christian Anderson, Ian Lipkin, and um, and Mike Farzan, that were that formed the basis of they were done prior to the congressional hearings. They were conducted by the the lead counsel of the subcommittee, and so basically they're under oath testimony, like they're longer, full form information. And in there, you know, it just becomes clear that uh, that there's more. I mean, they're they're, they're very consistent, but uh, but they're wrong. And I just completely forgot all I was going to say. I had like a really awesome, amazing point. Um, uh, crap, it'll come back. Well, we were talking about. Um, Oh, the fact that the DNC is, you know, oh, oh, that's what it was. It was about Farrar, Jeremy Farrar. Because what the DNC or what the Democrats are trying to do is blame Jeremy Farrar. They're trying to pin it all on him. But here's here's the reality. The reason that they can't do that is because, yes, Jeremy Farrar may have been 
you know, pulling the strings on the proximal origin paper. But every single person at that meeting, Francis Collins, Fauci, Koopmans, Fauci, Holmes, Anderson, Rambo, uh, uh, Patrick Valance, uh, Christian Drosten, etc. So all of those people, after that meeting, for another six weeks, continued to hide the existence of the fear and cleavage site until they could control the narrative with proximal origin. Well, so that's not just Jeremy Farrar. That's all of them conspiring to hide the fact that this virus was highly pathogenic and highly transmissible. So they can't, it can't just be blamed on Jeremy Farrar, even though that's what they're trying to do. Um, they're trying to protect Fauci, but the truth is, is that at the end of the day, the real dagger is that Fauci didn't find out about the Fear and Cleavage site just before that meeting. He found out about it on January 13th, before human-to-human transmission had even been announced. So, so they knew it was highly pathogenic and pandemic-level virus. Two months, well, nine weeks before they actually published about it. So, and that was Fauci. That was Fauci that knew that, and Barney Graham, and we and we have and we know this because they they literally had they made the decision to retain the Fear and Cleavage site. So the Democrats are trying to blame it all on Farrar, but they can't because it's not just Farrar. It's not. No, I this, hate Farrar. I really do. Yeah, yes. I mean he he's a turd. He he's a deep state. Uh, deep dick turd but at the same time um this gambit that they're trying to play this was why i was so frustrated with with the subcommittee when they didn't they didn't when i didn't get to offer my input beforehand because they could have done so much more with those hearings and they wasted the opportunity because they because because they knew that they were going to go after farrar and I had all the proof and, and the right questions to 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 force them to. They could have nuked. They could have nuked that Democratic uh, talking point right there. But instead, uh, now at the very least, we'll have to wait for another hearing. Hmm. Well, and but right um, now, with respect to the study that he talks about. So this is this is how. Um, pedo-adjacent Gorski handles it. Uh, so in re in response to the BMC paper, which looks at, again, ACE2 and furin, and again, in my mind, just the, the, two, uh, the two most important sites have those functional polymorphisms in that just, uh, just happen to point in that direction again I'm yeah back. i'm oh, really i'm reading it but um i'm gonna go grab a drink real fast so i'll be back in 30 seconds yeah sure so, hold on um let me uh look at the chat whilst doing that so we answered the one about uh race-based weapons research the reason why the u.s had all that yeah, we did that um surgeon of for skins uh that would be gorski of course 
what do you call, what do you tell a blonde with two black eyes? Nothing. You've already told her twice. It's that type of casual misogyny that we enjoy on this channel. Bravo. Uh, let's see. This is definitely weird stuff. If you mention this to someone without all these documents, they'd call you nuts. That's in relationship to. I can say one thing. All of K26R assets have been brought to bear to cover up or finance everything COVID. Um, again, you know, there are patterns of behavior. And again, uh, uh, in a proper investigation, this would be looked at properly. And there wouldn't be the fear of upsetting uh, people's fees by um, looking, looking at that evidence is pointing to a suspect group right now again it doesn't mean all and this and again what you'll see is they'll say um jewish Jew, everything's jewish not ashkenazi jewish right and a, a very small subset within that and again it doesn't mean that they were involved and again it could mean that they the technology is there that they could be fit up as set up for it to look like that. That's the issue around this technology and why we have to um, batten it down as much as possible before it really gets out of control. So he says about the study, I note the above study is actually old, dating back to July 2020, and was largely speculative. Now, it's a computational study and um, is supported by other studies and review studies as well it's not um it's a hypothesis computational hypothesis hypothesis driven study um but it doesn't speculative is the wrong word uh to use we know a lot more about SARS-CoV-2 and it, how it interacts with ACE2 receptor now than we did then in addition sure RFK Jr never actually outright claimed that SARS-CoV-2 targeted against Caucasians and blacks and designed to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. He merely insinuated it by JAQing off. That is a well-known technique to couch claims in a manner that allows a modicum plausible deniability. What, like the uh, <laughs> the people pushing gene transfection of a toxic spike protein um, engaged in? Um, I kind of want you to click on the jacking off thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm, I'm a little curious about uh, jacking. Just asking questions. Oh, I'm just tempting. asking. Yeah. Ah, what a loser! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> douchebag. Um. Um. Oh, he, hang he, on, hang on. <laughs> Even worse. Though it turns out that his insinuation about COVID-19 being a bioweapon designed to target Caucasians and blacks is actually Russian propaganda. Um, there you go. Uh, Caroline Or Bueno, PhD. As the claim from RFK Jr. about COVID being a genetically targeted bioweapon originated in Russian propaganda... I wrote about it here so not um not the published scientific works it was uh it was kgb active measures dude <laughs> that's uh 
AGB active measures. Yeah. Uh, that were strangely um, funded by the Air Force. You know, whatever. Right. I want to see. I want to see where she's pulling the. Uh, a. So this was written June tenth, twenty twenty three. So Russian state propaganda outlets RT and Sputnik have been heavily promoting U.S. presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr., publishing dozens of articles about him and using his speeches to amplify pro-Kremlin anti-U.S. talking points. Timing of the propaganda push lines up with the lead-up and announcement of Kennedy's presidential candidacy um i don't see anything about covid19 and bioweapons yeah uh substack go and read through it hold my nose and read through it let's pick apart some more um again claim that rfk jr and tulsi gabbard spreading in twitter spaces about the u.s having biolabs in ukraine with bioweapons meant to target certain ethnicities is a very specific disinformation narrative that originated in russia echoes decades of russian propaganda again um bring up the document just for the record uh, there it is. Synovial tissue, RNA samples. Russian, not Ukrainian. Let's see, not only did this conspiracy theory have political origins, but it isn't even correct about COVID-19 sparing Chinese Ashkenazi Jews, as people on Twitter were quick to point out. Um, mortality data from ONS per hundred thousand uh let's see I'd like to know the <coughs> they didn't give a link to specific data and i was i was looking at a study <coughs> yesterday which um There was early data which suggested that Jewish were overrepresented in deaths. But again, um, that's... Well, yeah, look at the funding information for that uh, paper. Uh, I read it last week. The or, Jewish uh, one? Yeah, yeah, it's some Jewish... Uh... Well, it's not just that. Like, it, I, If I remember correctly, it was like... Uh, like it was straight NIAID, like funded welcome trust like it was basically oh no 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 it was imperial college that's right it's imperial college this study that i've got on the screen um I think so. elevated oh. jewish mortality i think it was imperial college yeah which by the way is the same place uh that's neil ferguson so again so you know this all it's all boils back down to um, this stuff needs going over with a fine tooth comb and doesn't get around the point which RFK is making, which is that the, well, what did the words he used was, but it's proof of concept. 
Right. And that's what we should be fixating on and ending or on credence. Um, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and dig into these uh, stats a little bit. Um, Uh, the return of the ethnobomb. bomb. As soon as I read about RFK Jr.'s insinuation, a memory came back to me. Does anyone remember the ethnobomb? bomb? I do, and a quick Google search reminded me a bit more of what the conspiracy theory of the ethnobomb bomb claimed. For example, here's a Salon.com story from 1998, written in response to a Sunday Times story, Israel planning ethnic bomb as Saddam caves in titled Debunking the Debunking the Ethnobomb. Uh, let's see. American biological warfare experts are reacting skeptically to a report that Israel is working on a biological weapon that could infect and kill Arabs, but not Jews. Top secret Israeli ethnobomb project is the product of medical labs research that has identified distinctive genes carried by some Arabs, particularly Iraqis, according to a report last month in the London Sunday Times project aims to manufacture a genetically engineered bacterium or virus that would kill certain Arab ethnic groups, the paper said. The notion that the Jewish state is developing a bomb targeting people by race outraged some members of Israel's parliament. But ethics and morality aside, Americans are skeptical that such a weapon is possible today. Um, well, that ignores, again, Project Coast and um, doesn't get around the fact that molecular biology has advanced to the point where um, it is theoretically possible well i mean it's more than theoretically possible this is um these things have been real for a very long time and uh and these what's really sick is that these these virologists know this it's not like uh is, they keep on playing this game as if they don't know but all of these virologists know people, other virologists who are their friends, if not themselves, I would say one in three of them has actually worked for the DOD because there's there's a lot of scientists who just jump st straight to the DOD. Um, uh, Robert Redfield is one of them, in fact. So when Robert Redfield says that this is entirely possible and that they were working on this kind of stuff, not necessarily about race-based weapons, but but... What was Robert Redfield doing? He was working on HIV vaccines and epitopes and, and all this crap. And by the way, when we talked about the, the DOE report and Los Alamos Central Laboratories and Beck Korber and, and, the, and the HIV database, epitope database that they have, well, what is one of the things you can do with that epitope database? Uh, that's the, exactly what you would need You'd need to know those epitopes well enough, uh, and then you could start tweaking them in certain ways for, to make ACE2 binding different for different people, etc. And this is entirely within their possibility because they've spent billions of dollars building these databases, and they have millions of sequences. So people have to get past this this notion that that there's that, that scientists are innocent. And remember that that gain of function itself is legal. 
anybody can do it. So the the only restrictions that exist um, are in the DOD, and the DOD can just classify anything that it doesn't want to, and the intelligence community can just classify something that it doesn't want to publish. So every time I hear this argument, it makes me want to puke because they know, they know people who are doing this stuff if they're not doing it themselves and they're lying repeatedly over and over again. And the whole point is just to repeat it enough that, and fill the literature, flood the literature, like you've always said. And, um, and that's why these alternative media platforms are so important because, which by the way, so donate, um, I'm actually actually about to donate myself. I'm just, I have to go get my wallet that's sitting over there. Um, but, but the point is, is that this is a big thing. This is real. And so for, for people like, uh, Epstein, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, um, Gorski to sit here and make these claims when they know is sick because they are, they are enabling bio warfare and they know it and they're being paid to keep their mouth shut or to say other things. And the only way that we can win is by doing exactly what we're doing now. So, so keep, uh, yeah, keep throwing that out there. Uh, well, let's, let's, Um, the while this report suggests that the Chinese could actually be working on ethnically uh, targeted bioweapons, this is Gorski's words. Okay, every time I consider such a claim, I also consider the extreme implausibility of it all. Not so much because it is impossible to target certain genes to make a putative bioweapon, more likely to target one ethnic group over another but because any such bioweapon would be so incredibly leaky as to be too dangerous to deploy. And again, I think we've addressed that issue. And, you know, again... It would be too dangerous to deploy? That's so stupid. <laughs> too dangerous to deploy. Well, that, that makes extremely massive assumptions about the goals of using a bioweapon. And they're wrong. It's not too deployable because, I mean, well, it's uh, yeah, it's the, the the argument is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, so. yeah, on that, I'm gonna have to wrap it up, dude, because um, the start to. school this afternoon it's tuesday right oh it is tuesday oh man well i was just uh i was just about to donate and now i can't uh you can do it offline (laughs) well yeah i know but uh i've never done this before so i wanted to so you just have to keep the stream oh no now my now my computer's frozen oh no Uh uh-oh what did it do uh-oh. Go to uh, uh, Kendo Joe, WTYL, 
or, or just type Fauci.monster into your browser. Fauci.monster into your browser. Um, okay, it doesn't. It doesn't let me push send. Uh oh, why won't let me push send? Uh. Well, I tried. Never mind. I'm not sure what, what. Uh, I, can, I, I can get some cash to Simon. To... Um, oh, well. <clears throat> all right, uh, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, hopefully we can bump this up the, the eyes looking on us. And um, I don't know what that podcast is called, fitness and whatever. Um, oh, have you done, oh, have you done the little all your uh your middle eastern uh the pan-arab chads the pan uh, which one oh. would you like oh my gosh um but i want to i want to say thank you uh, to uh the bunch here uh kate of Ina, amy ducks oh okay i i figured it out I know what I have to do. There's an anonymous one in there. Well, so I don't know who that is. But, um, uh, oh, yeah, I just put it. Oh, there we go. I got it to work. <laughs> we can we can feed that bleak. All right. Uh, well, I'll do a chemical alley for everyone just to sign off. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm out of here. I'll take you. Take care, Charles. I'll see you later. And um, hey, you look so cool with your road mic. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, look, it looks like I'm eating a dick. That's why <laughs> I, I can't make fun of people now because this. I always used to say that, and now I have to. Yeah. Well, um, it makes well, a difference, though. All right, dude. I'll catch you later. All right. Hey. All right, folks, uh, that's us done for today. I've got to get out of here. And um, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. I will see you in next one. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these cappers. I will fucking kill each fucking kappa. I swear. <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. Fuck these cappers. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever flow through my fucking blood, blood. Never. No. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All them five. This guy. Send 10.45,000 to turn this. Let up! 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 Let up